Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 81 of the Play DNA podcast. My name is Sarah. I'm Damon. And I'm Cassandra. Thanks for joining us today. We're going to be talking about games, the best word games. But before that, let's talk about the games we played this week. We didn't play too many this week. Um, We played The Crew, which is always fun, always great. Um, And it's nice to return to after a long time away. Uh, And we also have been testing Damon's game Shmamazon, which is not is not finished yet, but we have played it a lot this week. I saw a new quest just today on Amazon. It was like the crew quest for deep sea adventure or something like that. Or have you heard of this one? Yeah, they have an ocean version now, but I haven't looked into it. I don't know if it's like if anything has changed other than Or if it's just new gold or something. Yeah. I'm not sure. I'll have to look We'll have to look into it. Very interesting. Um, I just played Happy City. It's a game right game. Just came out recently. It's pretty good. It's just a little, you get cards. It's more of like an engine building kind of game where you build little cities, like the happiest city wins, which is kind of hmm. cute. Promotes good feelings, not bad ones. So that's <laughs> nice. <laughs> Happiness over wealth. That's good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Cute. Sounds like communism to me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Well, let's talk about word games. I wrote down three of my favorite word games, but this topic's very hard for me because I like a lot of word games. Um, But my first one, everyone's played here. It's called Letter Jam. I'm sure you guys, it was on your list too, but Mm -hmm. Letter Jam is great. It just came out a couple years ago, but in Letter Jam, everyone picks a word they get they get a deck of cards and they have to make a word out of it and then they pass their word to the right and then the person who gets their cards places one of them face facing out towards the group and so people make words in the group around you and through the words they're making you can try to decipher your letter and to win the game every single person has to get their word correct i've never actually been in a game where everyone's gotten their word correct before so it seems pretty hard to win, but it's always a good time. And people always come up with really crazy words to try to get you to guess your letter. And there's always some scenarios where there'll be a lot of H's or a lot of C's out there. And like you can't make a word very easily with like mm. an H, an H, a C, and an A, and an S. It's like this is hard to make a word out of these ones. But it's a cooperative game, so it's it's fun. It's a fun word game. Yeah. The only problem... And we've mentioned this before. The only problem with the game is it's called Letter Jam, but the round markers that you're using to like count how many turns you get in the game, they put on a flower for some reason, which they could have easily made like a jar of jam. Yeah, it's, it's a yeah. very weird choice. Such a strange. Why didn't they do? Why aren't the markers like berries? Something, something other than a flower, which doesn't make any sense. Yeah, the f- the flower is very strange. Yeah, it's a great. It's a really fun game, and it plays a lot of people too. Yeah, I think it plays up to seven people or six people. All right. I am going to uh, talk about Word on the Street. I love Word on the Street. What is Word on the Street? (laughs) Okay. The Word on the Street about Word on the Street is that it's a good word game. And uh, the board is a street. And then there are a couple of uh, lines on each side of the street. And you've got 17 letters that are all down the street. 
And this is a team game, so it's uh, two-on-two, three-on-three, four-on-four. You could play one-on-one, but I think two-on-two or three-on-three is kind of the sweet spot. And uh, your team is trying to come up with words based on prompts that include as many of the letters on the street as possible. So there's a bunch of cards with prompts on them. It could be something like something you would find in a purse or vegetables or something along those lines. And uh, once you get one of those prompts, you have 30 seconds to discuss with your group a great word that you could use to move those letters from the street to your side of the street. And you have to move the letters multiple times to get them all the way to your side of the street, in which case you capture the letters. Um, first person to eight letters wins. So, for example, if you if it was vegetables, then you could say carrot if you wanted to move that R. There are two R's in carrot. You can move that R twice if you used the word carrot. You'd also be able to move the C and the T I'm not sure. I don't think there are any vowels in the game. There are only 17 letters represented. But um, that's kind of the basis of the game. So once you have some of those letters closer to your side of the street, you're going to want to kind of cater the words you choose to the letters that you're trying to move. Or if somebody else, if the other team's letters are getting really close to their side of the street, you're trying to cater your words so that you're grabbing those letters and keeping them from actually getting to their side of the street and being captured. Um, So it's like a word-based capture the flag. (laughs) Fun. (laughs) Um, It's really enjoyable. Um, Another aspect of the game which you can or or don't have to play with is uh, there are rules for you being allowed to distract the other team. So while they're trying to come up with words, you can kind of shout words at them or kind of generally jabber in their direction so that they can't concentrate as well. I actually really don't like this rule. Yeah, Damon, first, Damon truly really dislikes this rule. Um, I think with your specific gaming group, you have to determine what the limitations to that is. Like our group started doing really weird stuff. So like when it was the other team's turn, they would go over to the team and just like whisper into their ears while they're trying to concentrate. And it's like, maybe you shouldn't be allowed to get out of your seat. I don't know. <laughs> it got a little strange. bit strange. <laughs> um, but it you don't have to play with that role. And it's still a fun game. Uh, I like Connexi. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I'm bringing that one up first. Nobody actually knows what this is. Um, the problem is I don't actually like Connexi by its own rules. The rules in the box are not very good. I'm not even sure they sell Connexi anymore. It was in Barnes and Noble for a really long time. It was one of their like headliner games because it had a really weird box that was shaped like a kind of an inverted pyramid. It's a very strange shaped box. Uh, but Connexi is a game of uh, 26 letters that are in like plastic. They're three-dimensional, and they have these little notches in them that fit together. And they're balanced in such a way that you can, and we've tested it, put all 26 letters together into, like, a tree mm-hmm. uh, in many different configurations. Um, the rules that it comes with don't really make much sense and are not particularly fair or particularly fun. And you kind of have <laughs> to make up your own rules to go along with the system. But there's nothing else like this. There's certainly no other 3D Jenga-like tower-building letter game. Um And so we kind of have our own rules that we play with. uh, And I'm sure you could come up with something that matches any other word game. Ours kind of match Boggle a little bit. But as far as this 
system of toy-like blocks goes, um, it's just perfect for word games, and you can come up with a lot of different things to utilize these. They're really great, and they're really well-made. They're surprisingly cool for being so unknown. Yeah, these are large plastic letters. They're like probably about two inches by two inches. They're big. And uh, they're not blocks. They're shaped like the actual letter is. Um, so it's it's fun. We do we don't change the the core mechanic of the game as intended. Uh, we just kind of change the way that you choose the letters and the scoring because <laughs> those were both a little bit silly. Yeah, I'd like to play that game sometime just because the pieces look so cool from the pictures I've taken. Yeah, it's very cool. It's a good Instagram game. <laughs> <laughs> My second game is Trap Words. We played this recently at Gen Con and we talked about it a little bit, but it's mm-hmm. kind of like reverse taboo where your team is coming up with the taboo words and then you pass your words to the opponents and they have to describe the word to their partner without saying any of the trap words that you've written down. It's very clever. It's the theme's pasted on, so like the theme really doesn't have anything to do with the game, unfortunately, but it is a cool box regardless. And you get these nice books where you put the words in um each book has a different back so you can tell which team is going first and they close really nicely and they just have a lot of words a lot of variety so every time you play you you get a different set of words which is really cool i loved it because i love taboo even i mean taboo is one of the mainstream games but i still like taboo to this day and i like trap words because it's like you're coming up with the taboo words yourself which is really cool yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's a clever twist on Taboo, definitely. Um, that's one of the games that I would say I would like more without a theme, honestly. <laughs> yeah, um, probably. The theme is, it's like a dungeon crawler game. So you are you have pawns and you're moving through a dungeon and there's like some big bad at the end of the dungeon tunnel, like a, know, a vampire or something. Um, it has nothing to do with the game. <laughs> I just wish that it wasn't there at all. <laughs> yeah, like the, the game is fun. It's it's yeah. fun without that. Without that, it's just taboo. Though, is there a difference between that and taboo? Well, you don't yeah, write the words the down te- in taboo. You, taboo oh, okay. already has the words written down. Yeah. But, like the only reason for the monster in the game is that it gives you a weakness. So if you get to the monster first, like you need to make your partner guess the word, but you have more taboo words that the other team writes down for you or you get a disadvantage in some way. It gives you very severe handicaps if you're winning. Yeah. So, I mean, that's the only reason for the monster, but they could have made that easily something else. So, Well, my second game is a classic. It's Bananagrams, and uh, it's it's a really good game. Uh, Bananagrams is great. I was actually very surprised. I had never looked at the Board Game Geek score for Bananagrams. It's not that good. Word Game Geek doesn't like word games. It's like a 6.4 or something. Um, I think this is a really clever game. This is Speed Scrabble. And uh, so you can play with a lot of people. With one bag, you can go up to eight players. Um, So this game comes in a little banana-shaped bag. It's wonderful. And uh, the tiles are uh, Scrabble tiles, but they're made out of Bakelite, which feels really nice. These like lovely, smooth plastic pieces. Um, You get all of your letters. Uh, Everybody 
gets to turn them at the same time once you say banana, I think. Um, so you're turning over your tiles real fast and you're trying to create your own Scrabble board in front of you. Um, so you're creating these crosswords. You can change them anytime you want. And once you put all of your letters into your crossword, you can take another one from the middle of the table, uh, from the pool, and you say split, everybody has to take a piece regardless of whether they're finished or not. And this keeps going until there aren't any pieces left in the middle of the table and one of you has completed your crossword. Once that happens, you go through, you make sure they actually did in fact finish their crossword. They followed Scrabble rules so everything is spelled correctly. Um, you didn't use any proper nouns. And um, this is actually another game that we changed the scoring of because the way that the game is written, it is a win or lose scenario. So if you were the winner for the round or you were the first one to finish your crossword, but you had one word misspelled by one letter, then by Bananagram's rules, you don't get any points for that round. Um, we thought that was kind of harsh, so we kind of changed up the way that we scored depending on the number of incorrect letters that were inside of your words. Um, and it also allowed people who would never be the first one to finish to still get points. Um, and that, that made it a lot, a lot more fun and a lot fairer for our specific group of people. Yeah, I always have the same strategy for bananagrams. And I always try to make the biggest, most giant word as like my base word so <laughs> uh -huh. that I can build off different angles of the one word and not have to worry about like, I don't know. In that game, it feels like a lot of the time you're building and then like it'll go towards the end of the table and you're like, dang it, now I have to scoot the whole freaking thing upward. It's yeah. so annoying. <laughs> yeah, you so. do have to manage your space. And yeah. this is a stressful game for certain kinds of people. If you're playing with somebody who's just like incredible at word games, this could be a not very fun one for you because you don't have time to think. That's like, probably why people very find this game a problem, although that's a problem of all word games. Like there is no way for a word game not to have that issue. Uh, word on the Street has a little bit of amelioration because it's a team-based word game. Mm -hmm. Because it's team-based, it sort of like, you know, averages out everybody on the team together. Um, but yeah, here you can be playing with eight people and if one is really, really good, they're just dominating and everybody else is always losing. And we've had situations like that. Yeah. So you kind of all have to be at the same, like reading, spelling, skill level. You don't really have to be at the same dexterity skill level, but at the your level of English kind of has to be the same. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Uh, so my next one is Pictomania. Uh, most of these games are by Czech Games Edition. Yeah. Uh, it's like half of these games. They just dominate word games now. Over the last 10 years, they're just output of excellent word games. Maybe it's just everybody else's non-output of word games. Um, anyway, Pictomania really isn't a word game. It's a drawing game that has words in it. <laughs> but the words are really funny. And uh, Pictomania is a bit like Telestrations, mm. kind of. Um, it involves... Uh, sort of rapid-fire drawing rounds um, where you're trying to draw pictures based on word cards and then interpret the pictures that other people are drawing also based on the word cards in front of you. So there are these cards that are like possibilities and everyone is drawing at the same time. And you get points both for having accurate drawings yourself or for being able to accurately guess other people. So if you're terrible at drawing, that could be an advantage because even though you're not going to get points for your own stuff, you're not handing points over to other people, right? That sounds fun. 
It's a really good game. I can't remember how it scored. Are you trying to get some people to guess your word, but not everybody? Something like that. It's been a while since I played. Yeah. Um, because I did mix and match these Vlada Shottle word games. Um, but it's great. It's a good game. It's a solid game. It's better than Telestrations. It's better than a lot of other equivalent games. I remember it being super fun. It's a very good, very fast, uh, very even word game. Yeah. Drawing game. <laughs> with words in it. <laughs> well, I was going to do just one, but I changed my mind. I was I'm going to oh, do just unspeak- one is great though. It is great. It's a great, but it once built a shares, but I like unspeakable words a lot and I think I'll mention unspeakable words cuz it's a like a Cthulhu word game, but the theme is very pasted on. But <laughs> it's like the only word game I've played where it's like push your luck word game. Mm. So, in unspeakable words, you get like a hand of six or seven cards. I can't remember how many. Each letter has a number associated with it. So if you have a difficult letter to use, they'll put a higher quantitative value on that card. So if you have like a Y, it's worth like five points, whereas an A would be only worth one point. You make the word and then you place it in front of you. And if let's just say your hand, you made a word that was worth eight points. You roll this 20-sided die. And if you roll it and the die has more than eight, like eight or above on it, matching your hand or above, then you get to score those points without having to waste one of your Cthulhu, little Cthulhu miniatures. If you roll and it's a one, then you've lost the bet. Like you you can still make the word and you'll still get those eight points, but you've lost a Cthulhu. So it's basically whoever pushes their luck enough, like the longer the word, the higher value you're going to get for points, but you're going to lose a Cthulhu potentially because you're rolling and you know, if it's a 20-point word, it's very unlikely that you'll get 20 points or above. Um, mm. Roll that amount. So I've never laughed in a word game so hard as with, as with this game. I don't know <laughs> if it was our group or something, but people were just trying to come up with these ridiculous words. Like, is this a word? Is this a word? It's like, no, like, that's not a word. You know English. Like, <laughs> clearly that's not a word. You can't use that as a word. And it's it's stressful because as the Cthulhu's get, like, less and less on the table like you're really trying to make words that are shorter so that you don't lose your cthulhu but you also have to press your luck a little bit because the first person to 100 points 100 points wins the game Mm. so it's just a great kind of balancing act like push your luck but hold back but just try to roll the dice and see if you get lucky if you want to make a longer word it's a great great word game very paced around theme but (laughs) i would highly recommend unspeakable words i am going to talk about when i dream And When I Dream is a social deduction game, but it's a word game underneath that. And really, it's a word game just as much as it is a social deduction game. Just like with most social deduction games, you are given a roll card at the beginning and you are put into one of two teams, either the good guys or the bad guys uh, or the tricksters in this case. So you take turns dreaming Each round, one person is the dreamer, and they are going to take a sleeping mask and put it over their eyes so they can't see anything, and all the other players have a deck of cards out in front of them, and these cards look very similar to Dixit cards, so they've got this really crazy cool art on it, but they also have a word on it, and that word could be all sorts of different things. Say, for example, it's lobster. If I am the dreamer in that round, I am trying to guess the word lobster. And 
Each player is going to take turns giving me a word that is either nudging me towards the word lobster or nudging me away from the word lobster if you are on the bad guy team. So you could use words like ocean, red, crustacean. Um, And if you're a bad guy, you want to choose your words very carefully. So you might want, you don't want to say a word, for example, like hot dog. Um, because it's too, it's too off. It's too weird. It's too different from the rest of the words. So you might want to say something that is similar, but, uh, will push people in the wrong direction. So maybe you would say the word mammal. Um, if the person obviously knew it was an animal, but they weren't quite sure which animal it was yet. So hoping that they're going to guess something like seal instead of lobster. Um, so me as the dreamer, I will take two minutes to guess as many words as I can in that time. And then at the end of the round, I have the chance to recall my dream. And in that case, I am trying to remember all of the words that I guessed during my turn. And I'm trying to put them into a dream and speak the dream to everybody around the table. If I am successful in recalling all of the words that I guessed in my dream, then I'll get additional points at the end of the round. Um, So each person around the table takes turns being the dreamer. Um, Every round you redistribute the roll cards. So sometimes you're on the good guy team, sometimes you're on the bad guy team. Um, You're not stuck doing the same thing every single time. And this is a great game for players who usually don't like deceptive games. Maybe they're really bad at lying. Um, This is not as heavy on acting. Um, you're, it's a lot easier for people to lie and get away with it because the dreamer's eyes are closed. And as long as you're not just like giggling as you're saying your answer or hesitating too long, um, there's no reason for somebody to immediately uh, be suspicious of you. That sounds like so much fun. I want to play this game now. So that is When I Dream. And uh, we actually played this game for the first time at Gen Con and their booth was a bed frame, and you actually had to step <laughs> inside of the bed frame to play the game. It was very cool. That sounds amazing. My last one is Codenames. You know what it is. Go play it. It's uh, another Czech Games Edition game by Vlada Shadl. Like most of these games, it's great. Everyone knows what it is. It's at every store. If you don't have it, your friend has it. If your friend doesn't have it and you don't have it, what are you doing? <laughs> How are you? How did you accomplish this? You probably don't go to a lot of board game parties with people who don't play Euro games or something. Yeah. This is just kind of a very, very common thing. Either it doesn't matter if you like it or don't like it. It's just kind of ubiquitous. It's going to be everywhere. All right. If you guys have any word games that we missed on the list that you would like to tell us about and we'd like to play, please let us know. You can contact us through our website at playdnapodcast.com. So as always, play safe, play often, and we will see you next time. 